0: You're listening to Podcast PXN, PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo. Let's do this. What's up, guys? Welcome to Podcast PXN, episode 57. I am one of your hosts, Daniel Prindle, aka Dan is DTM on Twitter, and I am joined over Discord by the pride of PlayStation, who is mocking me right now, Sean Babiak. <laughs> Sean, I freaking hate you. And the Nintendo aficionado Roro guys, we are all back together once again. How does it feel?
1: One big Uh, happy
0: family. It it feels odd being on a podcast now after two weeks of (laughs) time. Yeah. Uh, just as a reminder, guys, we are still giving away t-shirts to anyone who participates in the live YouTube chat for our episode 50 celebration. So please drop a comment in there while we are recording live to get a free t-shirt. Thank you to everyone who is watching us live and participating in the chat. Just as a reminder, we are live each and every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern time on YouTube. Just search podcast PXN and you will find us on there. The topic of the show this week, guys, is all of the next gen news that we've gotten this week. And there is a lot of it. But first, the show always starts with the PXN news of the week. So let's go ahead and jump right in. Guys, this news is fresh off the press. Today, Sucker Punch has a new job listing that is hinting at a possible Ghost of Tsushima sequel. What? So, uh I feel like this is uh pretty quick. I mean, we just got uh, the new DLC for Ghost of Tsushima that uh, added the co-op and, and all of that stuff, and... Man, well, they're already hiring for that sequel. Uh I guess they they officially have a success on their hands, which is great, great news. I know you you both have enjoyed your time and I've enjoyed my 2 hours that I spent with it. So I don't get you. I uh, don't <laughs> understand you <yeah>. still. <laughs> so, how hyped are you guys for this? Uh I I still I'm
2: hyped to check out the co-op DLC um cuz I I really want to give that a go. Um, I, di- I didn't beat the game. I took a break with uh, a couple of the switch games that have released recently. Um, but I'm eager to jump back in actually, hopefully by Friday. Um, so hearing that there's going to be a sequel to this pretty cool. I'm curious what they'll kind of do with, is it going to be still on Tsushima or would it be somewhere else, but just kind of in the vein, um, and just kind of keep that type of, um, Japanese story kind of going, um, type deal, but uh, I mean, more of that world uh, for the better. And uh, Soccer Punch 100% has a hit on their hand. Um, this was, I think, the best-selling game in the month that it released, and then it has gotten pretty good accolades so far, and I think it is going to be a top contender for Game of the Year. I think it'll be, personally, people's more Game of the Year than Last of Us Part 2. Hmm.
1: Wow. I, I'm i super excited if this is for hiring for a sequel. I still haven't checked out the co-op yet, but I can say that I have beaten the main story for Ghost of Tsushima now. And ooh, baby, <laughs> it was really good. And I, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to say anything, but I can see what they can do for a sequel after completing it, seeing what, what kind of direction they go. Um, again, I don't know, like Sean was saying, I don't know if it's going to take place on Tsushima. Uh, as well but um very exciting news and yeah it's definitely on my list of game of the
0: year as well sweet awesome uh i'm not sure what my game of the year is going to be this year because it's been such a weird year but i I would imagine miles morales and cyberpunk 2077 are probably going to be pretty near the top for me but (laughs) uh what are you leaving out daniel uh what am I leaving hey, out? What are you leaving out? Uh Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Thank you, you yes. idiot. Oh, that, that's the thing. This year has been so crazy. I didn't even remember that came out this year. <laughs> Feels like a lifetime ago. Uh so.
2: I will say this. Uh unfortunately, and I apologize for saying this, yeah. Hades has overtaken my game is now my game of the year at the moment.
0: Wow. Okay. Roguelike really, take I, I've spent an ungodly amount of hours in that. Mm. i know roro you've played it as well right
1: yes it's really good and that doesn't surprise me it's well i mean i again i haven't played well the west i haven't completed it yet but i can totally see how that could rise to some of these lists for sure
0: so the thing is roro now that sean just admitted that like there's really no reason (laughs) to play Ori. you should just play outer worlds at this point what it's all new (laughs) old game doesn't matter (laughs) uh just kidding uh yeah <laughs> moving <laughs> on to our next news story uh destiny 2 uh has its next gen optimizations that have gotten a release date uh it is coming december 8th so about a about a month after the next gen consoles hit uh they're adding a field of view slider so you can expand your your view uh while playing Uh, as well as 1080 60 frames per second uh, for Xbox Series S and then 4K 60 frames per second for Xbox Series X and PS5. So uh, this is very good news, um, obviously. Uh, I think we already kind of knew the 60 frames per second thing, but now that we kind of have a solid date and, and field of view is a big deal to a lot of people as well, who play on pc and everything else uh it does increase your awareness of people around you and stuff for pvp and such um but i think destiny 2 also had a story trailer this week i believe as well uh roro i I think i think that came out this week and that looked good yes
1: it did and it it did look good (laughs) Um, as I, as I, as we talked about a little bit last week about Destiny 2 and Beyond Light leading up to it, um, yeah, the fans are very excited for what's coming, as we've been waiting for literally something like this for, since the first game came out, like a lot of the concept art right, that was teased very early on is finally coming into the game in its sequel seven years later, so people are pretty excited, and these optimizations are, are great, it's, it's awesome to have that, um, superior experience that a lot of players get on pc finally coming over to console players and i'm sure everybody is excited about that
0: yeah yeah I'm here for it. absolutely and i know sean is over there just dying to play more destiny too <laughs> right sean uh i have received that game twice
2: <laughs> as free <laughs> and i've never once started it up
0: Oh, what a disgrace.
2: What was it, like two years ago when Best Buy offered it, like just if you bought a game during the holiday season? Yeah. And I was just like, I, but I don't want this. Well, we have to sell it to you. I'm like, oh, buddy, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Just take the game and play it, John. I already oh, had
2: gosh. it on PlayStation Plus, sir. All right, fair enough.
0: (laughs) Moving on, uh, we have a bunch of remasters, guys, that are finally hitting Xbox. Grim Fandango, Day of the Tentacle, and Full Throttle Remastered are all coming to Xbox Game Pass October 29th, which, if I'm not mistaken, I think these are the games that uh, Sony had invested in for Double Fine to make remasters of, and they were only on PlayStation at the time um but now they're coming over to xbox which is great news um i the only one i've really heard of uh is grim fandango uh obviously i i I know that they have a great pedigree double fine has a great pedigree when it comes to adventure games like that but i'm not a huge adventure game guy so i've never really played any of their games in the past uh i played brutal legend and um i played what's the uh, costume quest i think um but yeah i haven't played any of their older stuff like that uh well if i
2: remember right they didn't make day of the tentacle and full throttle that was old lucas arts oh and they bought the licenses from them oh for because those are older adventure games like grim fandango i think was like ps2 maybe ps1 era but like uh, Data Tentacle and uh, Full Throttle were like PC only hmm. type games. So I mean, I just I just find it weird. I mean, that's great for Xbox gamers that they they are essentially getting them for free with the service. Um, but it has been maybe four or five years since those came out yeah. on PS4, yeah. and about two years plus since they came out on the Switch, because oh. those came out on the Switch during the like launch year. So I just I just think that's weird that now Xbox is getting them. I, I it's just a lot of exclusivity deals, which I think will kind of change once this next gen launches. But like, it's just very weird how Xbox constantly gets left out of the out of the talk. I get it, money's thrown, that's how it goes. But like, yeah, right now what the most popular game is Genshin Impact. Yeah. Um, and they don't have a version at all, and it's just like I I just find that odd, like. It's like Fortnite. Why wouldn't you want your thing on everything? More copy selling.
0: True. And RoRo knows a lot about Genshin Impact.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've I played it a little, a little bit. Well, a lot. <laughs> 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 <But yeah. laughs> it is definitely. It's it's weird that some of these games just aren't in certain places, and it, it, it it's weird why, like, what the reason is behind that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: I, I'm 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 glad that Xbox is getting these games finally. Like. It's good that it's it's there, but it is weird and head scratchy as to why it sucks so long, but and if anybody's gonna be playing these games when we may have a huge slew of other games there, but options are good. True. Options are good. True. <laughs>
0: like- oh
2: yeah, especially with Xbox, because like, I know a lot over the last like two weeks has been said about their launch lineup. Um I, I I I agree with some of the criticism. The only thing I I disagree with is like, well, where are the games? It's like Dude, if you're smart and you have Xbox Game Pass, you have a shit ton of games to play right off the bat, whereas previous launches, you never had anything besides whatever launched that day. Yeah. So, again, I get the criticism at the beginning of it, but I think Xbox or Microsoft in general is thinking about the long game as opposed to launch day. What's that look like?
0: Yeah, and I, I think they had all their eggs in Halo's basket, but it unfortunately got delayed so they you know kind of had to deal with that so i don't know uh it, it obviously these games are only probably only coming to game pass now because obviously double finds a, a xbox game studio now so that's probably the only reason why we're getting these games <laughs> now uh moving on guys uh marvel's avengers was the best selling game of september 2020 in north america how, what road we just had a, a story about this last week about how player base yeah. is dropping on pc like does this surprise you that it's the top selling game in september
1: um no what what else released in september is, is my question
2: the only thing that surprised me is that it's not a sports game leading yeah uh, like an nba 2k uh I think which actually I think Tony that just Hawk came out this in? month. Yeah, Tony Hawk. Um yeah. Tony Hawk. Downfall is it's not a mainstream sport, but like Madden generally holds the crown pretty well until Call of Duty, whatever, comes out. Hmm. So yeah. that that part is surprising that Madden didn't hold it as often as it does.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I Yeah, i I'm, I'm surprised about that as well. It's just I don't know what else was. And I don't have a list up here, unfortunately, oh. but if there was a bigger game than...
0: Super Mario Avengers. 3D All-Stars.
1: Oh, oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I just... I...
2: Marvel, Marvel owns the conversation for pop culture. I can understand why Super Mario or anything Mario would not sell better than Marvel's Avengers.
0: Yeah. I mean,
2: it, it sells based on name alone, regardless of how mediocre the game ended up being at the moment. Like, that name alone sells units.
0: That's fair. Uh,
1: I I, agree, and I hope it it turns around eventually.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And I think, as they... We've talked... All of us have talked about this before. Once they get all their DLC out, I feel like a lot of people will come back, too, because there's so many DLC characters that are coming. Yeah,
2: well, now... um, And I don't think you put this in the show notes, but it was announced uh, late last week, early this week, that... uh, it's been delayed for next-gen by about a month. Oh, I did. I missed so that. It's, yeah, it's not coming day and date now with next-gen. Hmm. And uh, as so, well as
1: the Kate Bishop is not coming out this month either. Yeah. She got delayed as well, that DLC.
2: Which that could be <laughs> COVID-related or something else yeah. entirely. I mean, if they're trying to do let's fix the game first before we start releasing stuff, that's probably the smartest move to make. But at the same time, that would have been a huge get for launch of next gen. Like, boom! Here's a next gen game that you can play with your friends right then and there. Yeah, it's
1: it's been it's been tough for these uh, <laughs> these games as services. I, I feel like Destiny is is kind of the only one that, no matter how you feel about it, it's the only one that has lasted this long. Like Division has gone away, and then we know how that went. Avengers hopefully can turn itself around, but yeah, it's it's interesting to <laughs> to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah, Bungie Bungie kind of created its own genre so to speak with with mm-hmm. Destiny and everyone tried to copy it and yeah, you're right, Roro. <laughs> no one's really <laughs> held the same success that they've had. So very interesting. Moving on, guys. Uh, Haunting of Verdansk brings Halloween to Call of Duty Warzone. Uh, this just got me excited because I freaking love the Saw franchise, and Jigsaw is in this. Yes. What, Sean? Why are you giving me a thumbs down? Are you kidding it's me? It's
2: literally it's torture horror. That's all it is. It's not nothing about it's
0: torture horror. That you, that's yeah. the same thing, right?
2: No, it's not. It's it's not good horror.
0: Well I. I, yeah, I haven't seen all
1: of them. I've only seen the first one and the most recent one.
0: Oh no! <laughs> wow, you must have been confused. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the most recent one before I saw the first one.
0: Oh no! That's even no, Roro, what are you doing? Gosh, so, I was I'm not a big horror person saw so, oh, man i'm not either personally like i i hate s- scary movies uh but saw i just love the story like i love like the twists that they give you at the end because there's always a twist even in the newest one jigsaw there was a cool twist at the end like oh i just love that Anyways. I'd like to
2: see the Chris Rock one that was supposed to come out this year. Yes.
0: But, yes. Yeah. The, I guess it was like
2: a spin-off type thing. It wasn't actually Jigsaw, but yeah. I would have liked to see that because seeing Chris Rock in a serious movie is he's it's, <laughs> it's like most comedic actors. When you see them in a serious movie, they're actually generally pretty good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's he uh Chris Rock is like directing it and everything too. Like it's his vision or whatever for the movie because yeah. he pitched it to them, which oh that that does sound good. I'm excited for that so but anyways yeah, welcome I mean, to movies weekly uh so we're doing
2: lovecraft country next i call it yeah call it.
0: uh but yeah i, I think this is kind of cool for wars and kind of mix it up a little bit they uh there's like zombies you can play as after you get eliminated as well and uh like you join the map as like a zombie so it, it's kind of a cool twist i think apex did something similar to apex this shadows
2: last year yeah yeah you were a shadow uh for it. I remember that,
0: yeah, so I think it's cool, but I don't know. We'll see if I actually play it. it like, actually. you skipped you yeah. skipped your third news story. I skipped my oh gosh I did you're right thank you for catching that I would hate to miss my buddy Randy Pitchford here yeah uh Brandy Pitchford yes I'm talking to you buddy Borderlands 3 season pass 2 has been announced and guys I want to ask you have we ever heard of a season pass 2 before
2: yes but not called like that Because yeah. yeah. Super Smash Brothers <laughs> has a second season pass. That's true. true. That is fair. So I mean that's my most recent example. There's been others in the past too. Yeah.
0: That is fair. Yeah. But
1: I haven't heard season pass two either, yet. Like, yeah.
2: Like part
0: two of
1: the season pass.
2: On. Like Nor have I seen a I mean, Super Smash Brothers you knew it was just gonna be characters, because that's what they they just call it character season pass, whatever. Yeah. But like the details surrounding Borderlands three season pass two is less than be desirable yeah
0: yeah it's it it seems we were talking before the show i i think it's confusing that they're not adding more characters like that was such a thing that that people loved Mm. from borderlands 2 dlc that you know you got those other characters a different type of character and they're not doing that i don't it doesn't make sense they're doing what different uh uh, upgrade paths uh, so to speak for this dlc is one of the things but i don't know i I don't know if that's enough to warrant a season pass, too. I don't know. Sean, you're the Borderlands person. What do you I don't know. What are you wanting to see?
2: This is the sad part. First off,
0: I have the season pass. I
2: never played a single thing for it again. Um, It also didn't help that, like, in my mind, after that game released, I put about 300 hours into it. Um, as Daniel can attest to, I was obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. Um, that's all I kept playing. Uh, but again, my main gripe when it came to anything, and I said this before even the game came out, is I wanted characters. Never once got characters. I mean, Krieg was so awesome to play as in Borderlands 2 because he was such a different character in that game because he was melee-based and it's a shooting game. So I just i, I don't understand where that is ingenuity and inventiveness went to uh when it came to this type of season pass or even the last one. It just I don't know, it seems like we're going backwards when it comes to Borderlands itself. That's what people want. At this point, people probably played the characters to death. Yeah. Why would you not like, hey, here's the selling point for season pass two. You're gonna get like, I don't know, maybe maybe two characters or something like that. Mm. Like it just makes sense. And the fact that they're not even announcing that at this point. What's anybody's motivation to get this?
0: Exactly. Railroad is. Does this entice you at all to pick up Borderlands Three? <laughs> no, it does not.
1: <laughs> I, I, I like. I was. I really enjoyed it the first time I played it. Like I, thought it was fun. I enjoyed. I played. I think oh, I forgot the girl's name, but she was like a, a diva sort of character. She had a mech and she had goggles. I played as her, and she was fun. I enjoyed my time with it something i don't know I, I
2: couldn't even tell you if you're correct I that didn't was know. what her class was her class was called necromancer yeah. okay
1: um but yeah i i didn't play the first season pass and i don't know i i don't know if even characters would entice me to get the season pass for it too but it would definitely it would help <laughs> but i don't know what would get me back into Borderlands 3 at this point
0: yeah that's fair And it's Randy Pitchford, so we don't want to support him anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Moving on, guys, to the final news story of the week here. Uh, There's a new Xbox mobile app that just released, and it includes game streaming from your home console. So the whole xCloud thing uh, obviously isn't happening on iOS yet. But as we talked about, they're doing a browser solution um, that they're working on for that uh, a couple weeks ago or last week. I can't remember the weeks blend together. But this allows you to stream your uh, Xbox console in your home and use that essentially as a server, which to me, actually playing both of them on my on my other device that I have I've played both, and actually the home streaming works better, because, you, especially if you're in your home network, because everything's local, whereas a, opposed to you, you're hitting a server you know, miles and miles away. So that's very exciting uh, to finally get that. And uh, they've added, a, it looks like a brand new coat of paint. It looks like the new Xbox UI uh, that they've been pushing for uh, Xbox Series S and X. That's going to be coming out. Uh, and it has some. It has really good sharing options. That's what I really like. So when you make clips and stuff, it goes right to your phone, and you can share it straight from your phone to Twitter or Facebook or whatever, whatever you want to sh- share it on. And, and it works really well. I actually I tested it yesterday uh, with a stupid Halo clip that I made, so it works really good. So I don't know. I'm, are you guys interested in these? crazy new features no they're not crazy new features but crazy new features.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i i always like a good little companion app when it's you know done right so that's good i'm glad that I was getting the update i wish playstation would update their <laughs> companion app for their console um it's been it's been a while and it does that weird thing that facebook does where you have to have the message app to send messages on your phone instead yeah. of just being it That's it does so that annoying. for playstation too it's like why it just it was part of the same app before why'd you have to change it yeah. anyways xbox has it all figured out i downloaded it earlier i don't even have an xbox right now i just wanted to check it out yeah. and it looks great it, it, it i i checked out my my uh clips that i had from five years ago they were still there yeah so yeah, it's, it, it looks good it's good
0: yeah for sure uh yeah your sentiments about the PlayStation messages <laughs> that that drives me insane because I have all of my apps and folders and I go to the gaming forum I'm like, there's a PlayStation remote play app. There's a PlayStation uh, normal app. There's a PlayStation messages app. Why not just put it all in the same app, PlayStation? Don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Sean, are you going to be using these mobile apps? No, I don't even <laughs> okay.
2: use the PlayStation one and I'm a PlayStation gamer like yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm not that type of, if I ever want to like browse the shop or anything like that, I just go on the stores themselves, like through the console menu. Uh, You know that I'm not really like a social media person or like share clips or any of that stuff. So it's, it's, but I, again, I I feel like I am in the way minority at that part. So I completely understand that's a good on Xbox for doing that surprise that it actually is on an apple. Uh, product at this point in time but uh, we'll see how long that lasts anymore but yeah I mean I can understand why people are happy about this especially given the confusion when it comes to Sony's side or hell even Nintendo's side yeah for sure
0: agreed moving on guys into the games we are playing i am playing still some among us uh i have a group of people that i know that have been playing it and they've been asking me to play it so i play it uh (laughs) it's still a lot of fun uh it is getting to the point where it's getting a little bit repetitive just because it's the same tasks you know over and over and over so i do feel like they need to you know get some refreshed updates in there refresh content to kind of mix it up a little bit um but yeah it's still a ton of fun it's it's a ton of fun to point fingers at someone else and then just (laughs) laugh because they got the wrong person but uh didn't
1: they uh decorate the map the map for halloween
0: yeah, uh actually uh there's I think there's a few different maps too, but we always play the group that I play with always plays the same map. So I don't even oh, ever see the I think the other ones. map is uh is uh, customized with Halloween stuff, but I think the one I play on isn't. So okay. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh I also have been playing guys the Black Ops beta Black Ops Cold War Beta. Uh, I played that this past weekend on Xbox. Um, I'm kind of mixed on it, to be honest. At first, when I played it on the Alpha on PlayStation a few weeks ago, I was like, all right, this is more Call of Duty, you know, whatever. But I only played a couple matches. I played a few more than a couple matches on Xbox, and I was like, man, it just doesn't feel that good. I don't know. It's just something I can't put my finger on. Maybe maybe next gen versions will be better with, you know, hundred and twenty frames per second. But uh so far I'm not hugely sold on it. Um, but I'm I'm still probably gonna get it just for the campaign and zombies because I'm stupid and there's millions <laughs> of people out there that do the same thing that are just as stupid. So yeah, now you guys can proceed to make fun of me.
1: They're <laughs> calling call wow, the stupid. Is that what you're saying right now, Daniel?
0: Yeah, yep.
1: That's not cool. It's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> right now, I oh I finished uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I finished that up. I'm still definitely going back to clear out the islands and do all those side quests and stuff like that. Um, but I got to. Uh, I was getting pulled along with the story. I just couldn't like deviate from that path, so I just went straight forward recently. And I wrapped it up, and it was really good. And it is absolutely on my game of the year list now. It's definitely in my top top five. The list is kind of short anyway, because this year was weird. But yeah. it's, it's definitely in my top five. And um, yeah, I, they, I really hope they're making a sequel. That's all <laughs> I can say. And I'm excited to check out the, uh, the Legends uh, uh, DLC scene, because that looks definitely up my alley as well
0: nice is is the legends dlc uh the co-op stuff is that like different than the main story
2: yes because you don't play as jinn um at, as at all
0: oh okay i think that's his name isn't it Jin?
2: yeah yeah, yeah. uh yeah you don't play as him as all you play as because you're like fighting um kind of like Gai kai's type thing from neo in a sentence like you're, it's a it's a completely different game. It definitely puts the ghost in Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh. So my uh, I, I know it's been a few. Uh. But first off, Hades. Uh. Finally, beat Hades, uh, the enemy. Hmm. Not the game. Um. <laughs> I did find out that there is an ending to it eventually, which is. Very odd that a roguelike has an ending. Um, but they say like it comes out of nowhere. And like I made sure not to go into the spoilers itself, but they said like it's one that knocks you on your on your feet, basically. So I'm very much looking forward to that hmm. because this is like the first roguelike that I can actually tell you this I can tell you everything that's going on in the story. I know my character's motivations, and I just I like it's very refreshing in that genre. Uh, but the game that I would have loved to talk about a few weeks ago. Is Super Mario 35. Um, I had I had my best streak last week. I had five wins in a row, oh uh, so I felt like a god on it. <laughs> uh, I really hope this sticks around. Uh, I'm liking it more and more. Yeah, yeah. it's it's gr- it's it's got some issues. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but especially for a game that you just get with your service more or less, it is a lot of fun just to kind of goof off. Uh, sometimes it does go a long time like I had one game (laughs) go 25 minutes and literally after the first 10 minutes it was just just me and one other person Uh, and it finally took like where I just sent him I think like 13 Bowsers in a row (laughs) so I was sad on that (laughs) but I don't know it's just a really cool experiment that I kind of hope that they do a little bit more with too going forward and just see what else they can do
0: how does that work? If you kill your Bowser, it goes into his game like endlessly? Correct cor- well, kind of.
2: Um, like it it goes you can choose if it goes to a random player, mm-hmm. the player with the most coins, the player with the least time, um, or oh, the one who's the who's attacking the most people. Um so normally I just go for random. Uh, Because normally it doesn't really matter too much. There's not really anybody that you're gunning for, uh, technically, until you get like one v one type deal. But it can get crazy once it gets down to like ten people, and that's when like everybody can just go after one person if they really feel like it. Because you can see where everyone's sending people to. Oh, I don't know if I like that. Yeah. (laughs) So it it is pretty pretty funny. I, I don't know. I just like it because it's like I never feel like upset when i lose like if somebody sends me a crap ton of enemies like if they send you a blooper fish and and a dry land area you just think it's it's hilarious to try to like figure out how the hell you're going to get around this in order to win it doesn't actually piss me off i'm like you bastards or anything like that i'm just like that's just funny like why is this a thing (laughs) It might piss you off, Daniel. <laughs> yeah,
0: it it sounds like it would. Like especially since you can see people who are teaming up on people. So I feel like I would get teamed up on, and then people just <laughs> pile on. <Ugh. laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll I'll probably check it out though at some point because it does sound very cool um guys moving into the topic of the show we actually have devoted most of the no not most of the show but a good chunk of the show for once to the topic of the show that never happens so (laughs) uh first item uh we're gonna talk about the next gen news that have kind of dropped this week um so the first thing that we have on here uh playstation 5's ui has been officially revealed um And it looks very interesting. There's a lot of new elements that they're adding. Um, I think I can kind of go into like what my favorite aspect is. My favorite aspect is probably um, the part where you can like share your screen, essentially. And so you can share, uh, with someone else, like what you're playing and then you can put them like up in a corner and like, you know, that seems very useful for like strategy guides or like if someone's helping you with a certain part of a game or something like that, that sounds super cool to me. Um, and a lot of that stuff actually reminds me of the snap feature on Xbox one when it first launched that the snap feature just disappeared because it took too many uh it took too many resources from the games themselves. So that kind of begs my question guys, uh is this feature that they're doing very similar to that is that going to take too many resources uh system resources away from the games uh in order to make this work? What do you guys think?
1: Um I I don't think so. I think they've got it figured out at this point, hopefully. <laughs> I really like that feature on Xbox as well, by the way. Yeah. I, I used to play Destiny and watch Twitch streams in the corner so I could do both and watch YouTube. There's anything like that. I, I really like that feature. I, I was sad to see it go one day. I was like, I think it was I was taking a break as well and I just came back and it was gone. I was like, Where, Where'd it go? But yeah, that was something that I I really liked from the UI as well. Um I don't think it's gonna take up whatever
0: uh to me I don't think it's gonna
1: create any problems for yeah gameplay I hope
2: yeah yeah uh, yeah i I just don't know if it's gonna be something that you'll truly utilize um mm. like I mean even listening to the game scoop from last week and everything like that, I think Sam Claiborne had a lot of good points um as far as that these necessarily won't be guides that are tailored to i guess break the game and i I don't mean break the game as in a bad way but like a lot of strategy guides um these days are there not to guide you through but to get through so like uh, one of the most famous things to talk about is like always like souls like games and how to cheese a boss and that's where like that term comes from and a lot of those guides that have like are always like okay you could literally get a boss like glitched up into a wall and cheese them just with like slashing and stuff like that i don't think those strategy guides if they're made by the developers or probably testers are gonna really do that if they're connected to the game like that mm-hmm. so i i don't know the utilization for it um, i do like how this was a patent that came out months ago that said they were going to do something like this and it has come into fruition so it makes me think a lot of because uh, even more of these things that we're going to talk about are patents that got leaked. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's good to see that probably most of these are actually going to come true. I just don't know if this is one that I personally would utilize besides using like an actual game guide to like the right of me on the laptop or something like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, Roro, is there a particular feature that you, you know, were most excited about from the new UI or any kind of, you know, like the look or anything?
1: Yeah. I Overall, I, I really like the uh, the UI. I think it looks clean. It's not too different from what we already have. It's still the tile setup when you first uh, jump in, but it obviously adds the cards, and it just looks a bit more clean. And I, 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 was, I really liked it. Um, one of the features that I really liked was uh, something that I think Xbox already does, actually, with is the tracking of uh, the achievements, or the trophies, I guess, in this case, where you can see how many things you need to do or how close it is to being complete. Which is something uh, I'm very excited for because, as, as they said in the trailer, and where a lot of people have been saying, you, you don't know like 500 enemies to beat to get this trophy. It's like, how close am I? That's 500 enemies. Like, how, how much longer do I have to take? And I and I also liked how it also showed you how long it will take to take uh, to complete this trophy, so you can dedicate a certain amount of your playtime to a certain achievement or something. I really like that. That was cool.
0: Yeah, that that one was very fascinating because they they said that like your system, I guess, analyzes your playtime and stuff, and like gives you an estimate of how long it'll take. That's actually really interesting because Xbox. That, doesn't That was do that. mine. Yeah,
2: like I like seeing like, especially when it comes to certain games. Uh, I, I've told you guys this before, especially like Assassin's Creed or even recently Ghost of Tsushima. Like I am terrible with the collection aspect, so I spend so much time in one area getting everything that I'd love to see like all my peers in gaming, like really what, how bad do I look as a hoarder <laughs> comparison to the rest of the world? <laughs> it's just as like, Roro, you just said you, you got to a point where you rushed through grossest sushi, but you oh wanted goodness. to get that out of the story. I mean, I probably, I, I cleared out the first Island completely 75% of the second Island. And I still had barely done any of the story. So I'm just like, <laughs> Curious how much that skews then the playtime with certain things, and I, I just think that's a very interesting thing to see uh, in, st- in stats.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Also, I I like the uh, the tips. I, I know that's something that uh, people say. Like, are we really going to be using this sort of sort of thing? Yeah. Um, I don't know if I actually will, but just in my mind, it's. I, I think of the Last of Us, even though they have great accessibility options where that you can work around finding the collectibles and stuff like that but games not like that there's like like uncharted there's treasures that you need to track down if you want to get the achievement for that and i just wonder if there's going to be tips for you like you're in a certain room and it's like oh you're near this treasure do you want some help finding it and maybe My there's a thing that, that pops sure up <laughs> Sorry, my watch just went off when you said that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, but yeah, I I just want to know like is is there going to be a point where it's it's cheating or if it's too much into your gameplay experience or yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm interested to see how how the tips will work in certain instances. Well, I,
2: yeah. I like how you kind of bring bring up the tips because it makes me think too of also kind of the possibilities when it comes to like party chat stuff where like say. Daniel was streaming um, Jedi Fallen Order, um, which he was having issues with uh, th- towards the end with the boss.
0: Yeah. And, and Sean came to my rescue, except he didn't. <laughs> I didn't.
2: <laughs> but say say I'm able to give him like tips and tricks or whatever type thing, and like he can do a picture in picture thing uh, with me uh, while he's playing the game. And like, so I can see him playing the game and like, say, I mean, obviously there's going to be a delay type thing, but just kind of watch him go through that in real time without him having to set up like a Twitch stream or any of that stuff. Like, boom, he just set it up in the game, Uh, which I know you can do that now, but it just seems much more personalized where it could just be like him and I type thing. And he just has me up in the corner or maybe it's a game. Sorry, Daniel. Maybe it's Outer Worlds. I don't give two craps about Outer Worlds. What? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> me? No secret. No secret there, buddy. But like, I don't know, maybe, it, and that's a game that Daniel obviously uh, played. Maybe I just want to check it out. I don't really want to search for like a streamer that I know I just want to check out my friend. Mm-hmm. Boom, right there. I can almost, it's like a watch party type thing, especially with today's world with all the Corona crap going on still. Like, that. I think that's a really cool feature to have.
0: Yeah, for sure. And if, if you don't have, like, the capability to do streaming setups, it's a very capable solution. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Um, moving on, guys, uh, there's more PlayStation news. Uh, PlayStation 5's fan, apparently the fan inside of it, will get optimized over time via online updates. Uh, so <laughs> they were talking about this, uh, and it's – I don't know if this is, you know, they talked about it like it was like a a new feature or whatever, but it's actually that's kind of a common thing that, you know, they tweak consoles and and different devices inside the consoles using uh, firmware updates and such. So uh, it is kind of interesting that this was a, a big news story, but it's also good because. Uh, they're they're kind of putting it out there saying, yes, we will be able to monitor your fan, uh, your speed and your status and make sure your console's cool because at the end of the day that's the most important thing that the fan controls is making sure your console's cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is, I guess this is good news.
2: Well, my thought <laughs> is too, maybe this is because this was such a huge topic yeah. in the beginning of both console launches this time around. Um, like no matter who you went with in the end both fans got very loud and with their initial launch consoles so i guess that's kind of why they're they're saying that now because i agree with you daniel this isn't something new i mean pcs have been doing this for ages Mm. um type thing so it's just i guess it's something to alleviate concerns that hey at launch yes but like down the line it'll be quieter
0: yeah agreed Road. do you have anything to add about these amazing fan upgrades it would be cool
1: if it got smaller with each
0: update oh um, yeah We already <laughs> said it, got, it would be cool oh it'd be cool no, Uh <laughs> <no. laughs> oh, yeah i agree it would be cool uh that'd be some crazy tech yeah it would uh Moving on, guys. Uh, unless do you is there anything else PlayStation wise that I missed? Because I don't want to move on from PlayStation if I miss anything. I think that covered everything. But
2: no, I like the. I mean, RoRo brought up a good point. I like how they're not reinventing the wheel, uh, especially when it comes to the UI itself. When it comes to, like the tiles, because um, I still think that was one of Xbox's poorest move with uh, with going away from their blade system. Um, because I, I actually really like that on the three sixty. Uh so I, I'm glad that they're keeping that look with the PS4 because that just makes it so much easier too for consistent adopters of the PlayStation family that boom, you're basically still in the same you're set on the same console, just new and fancier.
0: Fair. Yep. Completely agree. And uh for those out there who want the blade system back, press your guide button. It's literally the Blades.
2: Okay, it's back now. They did away with it completely. What they, are you did clear at, on that?
0: they did at launch, yes. <laughs> uh, moving on, guys. Uh, Phil Spencer has continued to talk about the Bethesda acquisition, uh, saying essentially games don't have to launch on PlayStation 5 in order for them to justify their $7.5 billion investment, um, which is very interesting, and It's very similar to what I said when we talked about this uh, initially when this came out, and it's that they're not going to buy Bethesda for $7.5 billion, in my opinion, and then go ahead and give Sony all those exclusives. There might be some that they say, all right, let's launch that on PlayStation for now and then reevaluate in the future. But I think for the most part, it is going to be a transition uh, to be exclusive, um, but one other thing I wanted to point out, uh, Jeff Keeley had his Zoom call again this week for the Game Awards. I love that he's doing this every week. He's doing it every Sunday. And I was on this one again. And uh, Phil Spencer was the first guest. The second one was a surprise uh, guest, which I was like, what the hell? Gabe Newell from New Zealand called in. Uh, but anyways, Phil on that uh, Zoom call, somebody specifically called him out and said, Hey, Phil, I just want to know, is Elder Scrolls 6 going to launch on PlayStation 4 or 5? Not PlayStation 4, yeah. PlayStation 5. And Phil's like, well, to be honest, and he he, start, he went into his honesty uh, speech, which I now understand why he was being so cagey with his other comments because he said, that essentially because Microsoft hasn't finished the acquisition of Bethesda, it doesn't finish until early 2021. He's not really allowed to talk about it a whole lot because, uh, he's not allowed to communicate with Bethesda's teams in regards to anything like exclusivity or anything like that. He can't, you know, he can't meet with them and say, you know, this is what's, this is going to happen. And so he, he essentially said, I still have to meet with all those teams and meet with and figure out what the best, best plan of action is and he he said i can't do that until we have actually completed our acquisition so i thought that was a nice little tidbit to kind of you know give us information on why he was giving us such weird comments and cagey comments um but i don't know do you guys have any thoughts on this roro um
1: yeah i i remember when we did talk about this the first time it was I was just—it was just so hard for me to imagine Elder Scrolls Skyrim not not being on PlayStation Five, not being on a PlayStation. Yeah. But as soon as that episode ended, I was like, "What if it was the other way around?" And I kind of felt like this is kind of unfair to me to to think this way regarding Xbox. But if PlayStation bought Bethesda, no question in my mind would I think that they would keep it for themselves. There's there's nowhere they're going to put it on Xbox. There's nowhere they're going to put it on PlayStation. So I don't know why I thought that way. came to xbox but i just i just i just did i guess but yeah i good for them (laughs) i'm glad i I hope i hope uh, they do get it for uh for their their sake because again 7.5 million dollars is a lot of money Mm -hmm. and they have all right to to keep that on their their platforms and that includes pc that includes xcloud there's a lot of different options we have here but it is obviously in their ecosystem um, I don't know, it's just it was so crazy for me to think that, oh wait, this game is not going to be, this huge Skyrim is not going to be on a PS5. Um, I don't know, just, it was something that I had to wrap my head around, but absolutely, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, agreed.
2: The well, uh, well, only thing that's odd now in my mind is when you think about that, when it's only going to be on Xbox, which Roro, I, th- I think you spoke eloquently with that. Like, I agree that it makes the most sense. Why would you spend that money to put it on other platforms? But like, thinking more and more, I was like, in my mind, I think that they overpaid for Bethesda. Um, Bethesda has some really great IPs. I'm, I'm not at all dishing on that, but you can probably stack all their IPs up to Minecraft, and Minecraft still makes more money than bethesda does um and again no hate on either one of them whatsoever i'm just looking at like probably purchases and all that stuff and so they only what was it 3.5 million a billion for minecraft if i remember correctly it was actually 2.5 billion 2.5 sorry yep. so it, that part itself just makes me think then that they overpaid and i get it they never made minecraft an exclusive they never did any exclusives as far as i could tell like most stuff came to it except for a few Nintendo things, right?
0: Yeah. Uh, so, e- even, even Nintendo got stuff like uh, Minecraft story mode that came to switch. Uh, and obviously normal Minecraft came to switch. So uh, for the most part, Minecraft is everywhere.
2: Yeah. So it, that's the only part now that just strikes me a little odd with the deal is the amount of money that they did end up kicking to Bethesda. Um, I I personally don't think it matters. Cause in my mind that, after Roa, like I said, like you thought about it afterwards because I did too. And in my mind, this is how we get an evil within three. Oh, because, yes, please. Yeah, because like the second one did not sell that well. We yeah. know that the first one did, but the second one did not. But I still think it's a pretty tr- cherished IP at this point. Yeah. Um, And so that gives me hope that Phil maybe is thinking in the same realm that we are, where it's like, you know, let's give this a go. Let's see what's going to happen. We don't have a horror exclusive IP at this point. Um, and let's see if we can, yeah, because even PlayStation doesn't anymore. Silent Hill used to be an exclusive,
0: mm-hmm. Silent Hill is dead, <laughs> yeah, totally agree. And it's obviously Microsoft has shown they're willing to let the developers do some weird side stuff because of Game Pass and like Grounded, uh, from Obsidian. That's a small team that made that game and is still making that game so yes i would love to see evil within three please please uh i thought i added this this little uh side note guys uh phil apparently expects series s to outsell series x in the long term which is very interesting and uh i think that's kind of what we were thinking because of price, but it still is kind of crazy to read that, I guess. Uh, And then also, I want to throw this together. Uh, Apparently, his Xbox Series S that he has at home actually loads some games faster than the Xbox Series X because it has the lower resolution visuals because it's only 1080 or 1440p as opposed to 4K. Um, So that's kind of interesting that the Series S actually has an advantage in one aspect. Um, but do you guys, I don't know. Do you guys expect the series S to outsell the X? Not uh, Sean no. saying no,
2: no. I mean, so one. I, I actually, when I saw that quote from Phil, that made sense that the series S would load faster because like the resolution just makes sense that it would for that. But like in the grant, if he's saying the long run, Xbox series X is only going to get cheaper. Yeah, It's not going to go up in price and it's still going to be a more powerful console than the series S. Even if the series S drops to 200, if somehow, I don't know, maybe the series X goes to like, uh, 400, 300, you're still getting a massive bargain that I think will pay dividends in the end. And they've talked about how Xbox now is a platform as opposed to a console generation in a way. So we're going to see almost iPhone-esque iterations of this whole thing, more than likely. Um, so like if, I don't know, this, the Series Z comes out in three years, your Series X is going to be the step below that, where your Series S is going to be three steps below that. Yeah. Because let's not forget the Scorpio edition of Xbox One is still more powerful than the series S.
0: Well, not exactly. The Well, sorry, it, sorry,
2: the Teraflop
0: thing. Yeah, it can render uh, at a higher resolution, but it's it's its CPU is nowhere close to series S and it doesn't have the SSD as well, so uh, in terms of power as far as you know, output resolution, yes, correct. But uh Roro I don't know. What, what do you think about this? Do you think Phil's crazy saying that? Or, <laughs> I um,
1: I I don't know. I I am in the boat of getting a series S over an X, but I do agree with Sean. Where further down the line, people are going to be interested in the X. Like even if they do start up an S, personally, I I might trade in my S for an X cert somewhere down the line and just upgrade up. Um, I don't know how that. I guess they cancel each other out because I bought two, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It's it's hard for me to to say. I I still think that the Series S is is uh, is more um, approachable for someone. I think um, I do feel like people are starting to move towards digital. They're just purchasing the games on the storefront now. Um, but when that's advertised to you, the X versus the S, people are. I think they're going to look towards the X as the holiday thing that they pick up, but yeah. just from my perspective, I think uh, I would go for the S. Yes. But and it's it's really hard for me to 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 say, but
2: yeah, it just makes me think like when ha- this new Halo game is going to be a in a sense a games of service, not 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 in the traditional sense, right? But it is going to have a very long tail. That yep. is the goal of Infinite is to have a long tail. So in my mind if daniel and i are going to play together which i know he'll kill me if i play with him, he'll be like (laughs) yelling at me the whole time yeah like to me it just makes more sense that i want to play on the most powerful Mm. version of that system so that way if daniel tells me like i don't know we were just talking about destiny withdrawal distance Daniel says, Hey, there's some jackal up there. That's like sniping us or something like that. I don't know. And, uh, I'm like, all I see is fog and I get it. That's just a weird example to say, but like that would, to me just shows an innate difference. Why I would want the X and how I could sell the X better to friends as opposed to this series S.
0: Yeah. Which is fair. I think, Personally, I think this holiday, obviously, the X is going to outsell it because there's far less S's that are going to be produced at launch, um, but I don't know. I I feel like the consumer, the average consumer looks at price as the number one thing. Like Parents that are going out there to buy a console for their kids, they're looking at what that price is, and I feel like... Once they get Series S's on the shelf, I think people will buy those more than the X's, in my opinion. Uh, It may not outsell it, you know, the first year, first two years, but I I kind of agree with Phil, I think, in Roro as well, because I I think Roro, uh, as far as his sentiments, he he thinks the (laughs) Series S would uh, be a better option for him, which uh, I think a lot of people would think that. um, uh, I don't know. That's just my conjecture, but Uh, yeah, regardless, I
2: think, and I translated that to Sony as well. But I think both are in a very good position to be successful for this entire generation. I think we're gonna have an exact repeat of this past generation with this next gen. Because uh, if COVID is any indication, um, it's not going away. Consoles are still hard, like they're just now getting back into stock, um, and stuff. So it's just like, and that's just this gen. So I have a feeling the launch of next gen is going to be kind of continuous until you know we're allowed out of our houses. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's going to cu- it's going to be a pretty big launch time, and I can only see sales going up and up and up, and people talking about it and that stuff. Like da- Daniel saying, "Hey, did you play the new whatever?" And somebody's like, "No, I don't have that. How do I play it?" That type of thing. So it's just the games I think are going to take over more so than they ever have before um, after this year and so i only see both if your biggest problem is one of your consoles out selling the other consoles you're looking good <laughs> true
0: very true uh guys moving on to the last story we have for the uh, next gen news uh halo the master chief collection yes we can't do this podcast without a halo news story <laughs>
2: I've already mentioned it twice for you, okay? Yeah,
0: is getting optimization for series S and X, and that will include 120 frames per second support for campaign and multiplayer, a field of view slider, which PC already has, which I'm I'm seeing here. I typed field of view slider, which that was a brilliant <laughs> typo. Uh, field of view slider and crossplay, which they've been working on for a while now for PC, Xbox uh, One, and Xbox Series s and x so i think uh we had talked about this uh when halo uh, infinite got delayed and i said I, I think they will lean into Halo, the Master Chief Collection, get that optimized and ready for launch because the timing of everything, Halo 4 is in testing right now on PC and that's the final game on PC. So then now November 17th is that day that Halo 4 finally comes to PC and the PC collection is completed and Xbox Series S and X enhancements are ready to go. That's all of that is ready to go, and it's not day one, but it's a week later, so it's pretty close. And uh, I think I think the the week later thing is mainly because they fell behind a little bit on Halo Four. Uh, they had some issues with uh, Halo Four on PC getting it ported. So obviously, I follow the shit out of that stuff, so <laughs> I, I know that. But uh, yeah, I think. Obviously, this is a a no-brainer to kind of lean into Master Chief Collection, and I can't wait to play in 120 frames per second on my (laughs) OLED TV. Let's go.
1: Crazy. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I mean, just like the Destiny story, I I think this is great that uh, these experiences are finally going to be normal for like console players, and they get to experience the, the same thing. PC Master Race, no more. (laughs) <laughs> you know it's just the same across the board which is great like no matter where you're playing they're going to have this awesome experience with most hopefully most triple a games and mc Halo master chief collection now so i think it's great that we're getting to that point where the consoles can compete with uh, the pc in terms of frame rate and field of view and all that crazy stuff
0: yes i agree john how excited are you i mean What's the what's the game
2: I'm excited for on launch day of the Xbox?
0: Halo Infinite. Oh wait, that's the delay. <laughs>
2: wow, I wasn't even gonna make that joke for you. you. The Ascent. That's the that's the Xbox game I'm playing. Okay. Not Halo Master Chief. I'm
0: gonna laugh when the Ascent gets like a three out of ten, like one of the worst games <laughs> ever, and you've been so excited for it. So
2: I can't wait till Halo Infinite gets delayed indefinitely. No,
0: that's not (laughs) happening. Shut it. All right. Anything else guys before we close out the show? Uh, All righty. Well, thank you again to everyone joining us both live on YouTube and on podcast services everywhere including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify and Stitcher. Thank you Roro. Thank you Sean. I am Daniel, and this has been Podcast PXN, and we are out. Much love, and keep on gaming. Deuces. See you.